Hello there, you're welcome to Truth, Timeless Word with Practical Insight. Your host is Reverend Bumi Omisha. Can you love God without loving yourself? Absolutely. If you love God, you cannot but not love yourself. And you will love others as well. Amen. It won't be a problem. But if you don't love God that much, you see, the truth, and, and I'll give you, and it's good that you said that. Because if you don't love that, if you don't love, one of the ways we exhibit that we don't love God that much is that, or we don't acknowledge that God owns us, is when you begin to talk yourself down. Oh, I'm so ugly. Oh, my nose is too wide. I need to shrink it. My, my hair is too long. I need to, you know, and you begin to try and adjust everything. Well, I don't feel that I'm really a, a woman now, you know. Um, it, it's, I, I, think, I think I'm, a, I'm in the wrong body. Basically, all you're saying, all you're saying, God made a mistake. Or maybe God made a wrong call. Or God does not even own me. I feel like being a woman. I feel comfortable being a woman. God made a mistake making me a man. I want to be a woman. Exactly. That's what he's saying. You know, that's what he's saying. So you see that invariably, if you love God, if you appreciate God, you honor God. Even when Satan is telling you that, guess what? You don't really look good. No, you say, no, keep quiet. I'm greater than the image of God. If I was son in my mother's womb, God knew me. He has a purpose for me. He has a plan for me. He thought for me are good and not of evil. So guess what? I'm good. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, because you trust God that what he says about you is true. But Satan tells you that, no, you're not that, you know. Look, 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 at the, look, look at the celebrity. Look at that magazine. You see that woman size zero? That is the main thing. Amen? I'm not saying, you know, don't lose weight if you want to. That's good, but don't, don't feel bad and don't judge yourself because of what you are or who, what, what you are is not your weight, it's not your size, it's not what we see on the outside. What you, what you are, we don't even see. That's what, that's what you need to work on, not on the external. It's good, you look beautiful, everybody looks beautiful and wonderful and holy and righteous this morning. But really, what we have is the inside that we don't see. And that's what we need to work on. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, God funneled the 631 rules into one, 613 rules into what? Two. Love me, love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. And as we, as we all saw, as we understand, you can't love yourself if you don't love God. But if you love God and you trust him that what he says is true, you know that what he says about you is true. And he made you just good. Praise the Lord. So, I want to just kind of zoom in a little bit on that commandment. On that commandment um, a, a little bit. You notice he says, Commandment. It didn't say. It didn't say suggestion. 
commandments are, are, are laws or the instructions that are not negotiable. You don't negotiate your opinion. I know that we live in a world of demonstration of craziness, which you call democracy, you know. But your opinion is not regarded in this matter. Amen? Hallelujah. Talk to somebody and say, your opinion is not regarded in this matter. Hallelujah. It's a commandment. In other words, it's an instruction to us to follow. And like the soldiers, you know, you obey, then you can complain later. Praise the Lord. You know, you look at someone and say, but God, I cannot love this man. God said, love him. I cannot love this man. I said, love him. And the loving, the loving here that you need, you know, we need to embrace the agape love for us to actually understand this. And the agape love is a love that gives unconditionally. For God so loved the world that he gave. Not because we are good enough to be given a son, but be, or not because we deserve it, but because he loved us. Amen? You know, we're coming around to Christmas where we'll be sharing gifts and be giving gifts. But often or not, you know that we give gifts to the deserve, isn't it? We give gifts to the deserve, isn't it? Hallelujah. But if you think about it, that the ultimate gift, Jesus, the Son of God, was given to the undeserved, me and you. He gave us his son, not because we deserve it, but because he loves us. And that's the type of love that God is talking about here. It's a love that gives regardless. Regardless. And it's that love that propels us to work out the character and the life of God. Turn with me to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And I can hear, I can hear the voice of one or two people saying, ah, but this is easier said than done. I agree with you. I can't agree any less than you. But the beauty about it is that even God knew that it's, not, it's easier said than done. Because he said the flesh lost against the spirit and the spirit lost against the flesh. They conflict against one another. But he said, if you yield to the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, it is difficult, but it's not impossible. Hallelujah. Tell somebody it is not impossible. Say it may be difficult, but it's not impossible. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, I'm going to read from verse 1 to 3 or to verse 4. Or five. I read to verse five. Therefore, the prisoner for the Lord appeal to and beg you to walk, lead a life worthy of the divine calling to which you have been called with 
behavior that is a credit to the summons of God's service. If you have New James, New King James translation, it will say, worthy of God's calling. Say, walk worthy. Worthy. In other words, walk in a manner that demonstrates the love of God that is in you. Amen? Living as become you with complete loneliness of mind, humility and meekness, unselfishness, gentleness, mildness, and patience, bearing with one another and making allowances because you love one another. Be eager and strive earnestly to guard and keep the harmony and oneness of the Spirit in the binding power of peace. There's one body, one spirit, just as there's also one hope that belongs to the calling you receive. There's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There are three things there that I want to highlight. Number one is walking worthy of the call that we have been called. The Bible says that we are called out of the darkness of this world in his own marvelous light to show forth his praises and to declare his excellency. And Paul here is challenging us, he say, walk worthy of that call. In other words, walk in a manner that demonstrates the sacrifice that God made on your behalf. The second thing I'm going to be talking about is that how we relate to one another. How we relate to one another or how we relate with one another. And of course, the third one is keeping the bond of peace within the fellowship of God. And Paul highlights what we need to do the first one is exhibiting, walking worthy of the call of God is exhibiting the character of God. Is exhibiting the character of God, demonstrating moral courage and personal integrity. Walking worthy of the calling of God is exhibiting godly character, demonstrating moral courage, and personal integrity. Moral courage, particularly in this day and age. I said this before. There was a day I went to um, shop for my daughter. You know, I was, um, I was, I was, I was actually, I was in the U.S. and I and I was trying to shop for her to buy some dresses or blouse, whatever. And everything that I saw in that shop, practically. Everything will just reveal a dignity as far as I'm concerned. And I kept on searching and I said, do they have clothes here that covers human dignity? Because as far as I'm concerned, this clothes, I mean, when I was growing up, the only type of people that you see wear this type of clothes are people who are in the sex trade. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the, you know. And the truth about it is that 
No more people wear these clothes today. In fact, even in church, I remember one day I was, uh, I was watching a video clip. One woman was leading praise and worship. My goodness, I felt sorry for the people in the congregation. Because I can imagine, you know, they probably, at that point in time, they just say, no, it's just best to just worship the Lord, lift up your hands and just close your eyes. And each time they open their eyes, in fact, they, they think, should I stay here or should I run out? Sorry? Ah, well, I don't know. I don't know, but, um, but what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that it's so easy. It's so easy to go that trend because that's the only thing that is available in the shop. You have to look harder. You have to work harder. Oh, am I lying, ladies? You have to work harder to look for something that covers your dignity. But it also means that you are probably not trendy. Isn't it? And this is why, and this is why your moral courage is demanded. Courage does not mean that you don't fear. There's no fear. Courage means the mastery of fear. In other words, you are not afraid that you are going to be laughed at. You are not afraid that you are going to be called names because you are not trendy, because you are not on point. You are not afraid not to join the crowd, but you can stand your own and be who God has called you to be. Amen. And that's why I said that everything starts from the love of God. You know, you are going to that party and you're asking yourself, do I glorify God in the way I present myself? Because, number one, you acknowledge that God owns me. I'm his temple. And this temple must be honored. Amen? So, are you going out and saying, ah, then go, no. Or, hey, the Lord be praised. Hallelujah. Amen? That's what you've got to ask yourself. Praise the Lord. Now, the second bit moving swiftly is how, you know, Paul says here, he said, making allowance, he said, bearing with one another with love. Bearing with one another with love. But the way and what we need to bear with one another, he said, let me read the verse 2 again. He said, living as becomes with you, complete with lowliness of mind. In other words, the key to bear with one another is humility. Now, humility is a common word 
but it's also something that every one of us struggle with it, including myself. Because humility is not a natural disposition. A natural disposition is me first. That's a natural disposition. A natural disposition is to watch for me first. Humility says, no, you take the back seat. Hallelujah. And I gave an extreme example. I gave an extreme example on Wednesday. You know, Wednesday was, was seriously cold. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if any of you were out on Wednesday. And I gave an example. I said, the, 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 the type of humility, I mean, is an extreme example, but it is a valid example. I said, as cold as the weather was on Wednesday, humility says, if I see someone, I go out on the street, I see someone shivering, has no coat, and the person has no coat because they can't afford it or because there's something, or you just know that they're kind of destitute. Humility says, take off your coat, your coat, and cover them. And the argument went that, but you then stand the risk of being sick. Because of the cold. I said, yes. But the person too standing there stood the risk of being sick, isn't it? But humility says, you take the back seat and let your neighbor take the front seat. Am I making any sense? I know it is hard. Yes, it is true. Amen? It is true. But that's what humility says. Humility says, I take the back seat, and my neighbor takes the front seat. That is, it is not about me, but about my neighbor first. Hallelujah. And, you know, we've been looking at a lot of the scriptures in the last couple of uh, months. If you remember the scripture we looked at in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, when Paul says that we should not take ourselves to court, that you, you should rather... Defraud, suffer yourself to be defrauded than take your brother to court. That's humility. In other words, it's not that you don't deserve the right position, but you give up your position because you are not the champion there, but your neighbor is the champion. Not because he deserves it. Not because you don't deserve it, but because you give it up. If you look at Philip, go um, get home, and I want to encourage you to leave, read Philippians chapter 2 from verse uh, 1 to 5. It demonstrates, it said, let this mind be in you that is, Christ, that is also in Christ Jesus. And what was the mind that was in Christ Jesus? The Bible says that Jesus did not consider himself God. He humbled himself and came in the form of man, suffered humiliation in the hands of man for the sake of what God called him to do. And that's what God has called us to do. That's what he's called us to do. And the third thing I want to bring out here is, is a keeping the harmony of peace within the body. And I think everything strings up. 
Because the truth is, if you understand and appreciate that God owns you, God owns everything, God owns his church, and his church is before you, you would understand that it's not about your doctrine, but about the peace and the fellowship of the church. There's so many things that we can disagree about, but there's so much that binds us together. Amen? And sometimes we focus on the things that we disagree about, and we lose sight of the things that we agree together. A lot of times, the reason why churches can't come together and pray for the same cause that they believe. Some believe that you must pray throughout the tongues. Some believe that, no, you must pray with your understanding. Some believe that you must pray out loud. Some believe that you must pray quietly. Some believe that you must pray under your breath. Guess what? What does that matter? As long as we pray. Amen? As long as we agree on something and we pray together. And now allow everyone to flourish in their style or in a way that they're comfortable so that we can get the harmony of the spirits together. But oftentimes, we anger upon our cultural highs. This is the way I've known how to do it. This is the way, and you see, because we are comfortable in doing it that way, we think that is thus said the Lord. And any other way is not, is, any other way without saying is almost thus said Satan. And we're so convinced and we're so anger upon that. But I want to encourage us this morning that embracing the love of God, the agape love, embracing it, helps us and encourages us to flourish in what God has called us to be. And let me remind you that you are not a failure. And why did I say this? If you look at most of the laws, most of those 613 laws in the Old Testament, most of it, interestingly, if you go through the scriptures in the Old Testament, most of, them, most of the laws, is, they're negative in the sense that thou shall not, you shall not, you shall not, you shall not. It's more about what you shall not. But if you notice these two commandments, in the New Testament, it is not what you will not, but what you can. He said, you will love the Lord your God. Amen? You will love the Lord your God. You will love your neighbor. Because God has now given us the capacity to love. Hallelujah. Turn to someone and say, I've got the capacity. I've got the capacity to love. Say, I am very loving. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say, do, do you know you're, you're sitting there, a lovely chap, a lovely babe? Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen? You are sitting beside the loveliest person you've ever come across. Amen? Hallelujah. 
Tell someone, say, I'm lovely. Come on, say it with a bit of conviction this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, some of you are even getting so scared to say it. Because Satan is trying, Satan is trying to remind you of who you are not. You know, you are saying unloving. You don't now remember the selfish acts that you did before you came to church. And you're saying, can I really say it? That is who you are. Amen. You are loving. Praise the Lord. Because the love of God has been shared above in your heart. Praise the Lord. You are full of his love. Hallelujah. Tell someone, say, I am full of his love. I am full of his love. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, I'm oozing with the love of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Have the aroma of God's righteousness, of his love, of his power, and of his grace. Amen. Praise the Lord. And what I'm saying to us is that let us see ourselves as who God says we are rather than what we think we are. You see, I say this, that a lot of times we bind and lose and shout on the demon and all this. I'm not saying demon does not exist and everything. But what I'm saying is that, look, let's focus on the goodness of God. He is so, so good. Amen? You know, I, I love that song. I can't just stop thinking about it. When it says that, you know, my sin was great, but his love is greater. Hallelujah. The reckless love of God. If you, if you don't know that song, you know, go to YouTube, whatever, download it, you know. Sister, tell me, actually, come and sing it to us. Come on, come on. That would be, be your birthday. That would be your birthday present to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Encourage you. Encourage her, encourage her. Don't worry, don't be shy. Before I spoke the word, you were singing over me. You've been so, so good to me. You've your life to me. You've been so, so kind to me. God, oh, it chased me down, running far till I'm fine, live the night and night, 
I don't earn it. I don't deserve it. You still gave yourself away. Holy overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. When I was old, they would for me. You've been so, so good to me. When I feel lost, you paid it all for me. You've been so, so kind to me. of God who oh, it chases the down fight till down fight feel the night tonight I don't do hands I don't deserve it you still gave yourself away holy oh, Hallelujah. Praise God. So, before you ever spoke a word, God was singing his love song over you. Amen? And if God was singing his love song over you, do you think he's now about to abandon you? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So, let me just remind you that God loves you so, so so, so much. Amen? And his overwhelming love cannot be restrained from you. Amen? But no, he owns you. He's to be loved with your intellect, with your, with your, with your emotion in everything that you do. You've got to love him with everything. Why you didn't deserve it, it loved you. And that same love, it wants you to poison to others. Amen? And you know what? One thing I learned is that a giver never lacks. If you really want to appreciate the love of God, give love. Give love. You know, don't wait till you are given. Give it. Praise the Lord. Tell someone, say, give it. Hallelujah. It's overwhelming love over you. It's greater than anything the devil can throw at you. Praise the Lord. And of course, it demands that you be patient, you will suffer, endure suffering for other people. You see, in demonstrating love, in demonstrating love is not a walk in the park. In other words, sometimes people will 
irritates you and gets on your nerves. That's why if you look at that scripture in verse 2, it says, with long suffering and patience, with enduring patience. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's why I look at some people, some people's life, and I just thank God because, you know, what they've endured, what they've gone through in relationship to others and their still standing. You can't just but not say, indeed, the word of God is true. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why, you know, even when people are in relationship, that, you know, uh, I keep on saying that you don't know how selfish you are until you get married. You don't know how self-centered you are until you get married. And all the fruits of the Spirit will be tested. Sometimes I think that if you don't, until you get married, you don't know how Christian you are yet. Sorry? Well, <laughs> that's the jury. <laughs> Uh, Tested by the man, challenged by the woman. Okay, I love that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Because every food of the spirit will be tested. Every one of them. You know? That's why Paul was telling Timothy that anyone you appoint as a leader in the church, make sure they're the husband of one wife. Yeah, because they've been tested. The fruit of their spirit has been tested. And they've passed. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's stand up to our feet. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to thank you for the expression of your love over us this morning. We appreciate you, Lord. For the love that you demonstrated for us. By the gift of your precious son, Jesus Christ. With our mouths lifted up and our heads lifted up to you, O oh God. We say thank you this morning. We say thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you for the seal of your approval of ownership with your Holy Spirit. We acknowledge your lordship over our lives this morning in the name of Jesus. Knowing that there's nothing that is kept with you that you, not, you cannot keep until the day of the Lord's return. Heavenly Father, I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice this morning. And I pray that, Lord God, your love, O oh God, your love, O oh God, the revelation of your love, the revelation of your agape love, we be real in our hearts in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God Almighty, for everyone that I've not experienced 
or maybe going through a journey of life that they've not seen or they feel that there's the demonstration of the love of the Father is absent from their life. I pray for healing this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that Lord, you restore, O oh God, unto each and every one of us the joy of your salvation in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Lord God, we will walk out of this place, O oh God, with your identity, that we are your sons, that we are called out of the darkness of this world into your more marvelous light. I pray, O oh God Almighty, that, Lord, the revelation of your love, O oh God, for us, O oh God, will be tangible in the name of Jesus. I take authority and dominion over every thought, every imagination, every, every philosophy and ideas that have exalted itself above the truth of your, of your word this morning. I bring them to the subjection of the authority of your word in the name of Jesus. I command them to bow in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God Almighty, that, Lord, the voice of the enemy we will not hear. But your voice, O oh God, we trance the voice of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I pray, O oh God Almighty, that, Lord, we will walk in your confidence and your victory, O oh God. Father, I thank you, Lord Almighty, as we celebrate Christmas, Lord. I pray that, Lord, the joy of this season, O oh God, will be a present reality in our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the ultimate Christmas present that you have given us in giving us your son. I pray, O oh God Almighty, that, Lord, this month, O oh God, we bear his fruits unto each and every one of us. And that, Lord, there will be a remarkable turnaround in the lives of your people to the praise and glory of your name in the name of Jesus. I pray that every door that is shut against anyone here be opened in the name of Jesus. I pray that, Lord, your purpose be unveiled in our lives in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for every dreams and vision, O oh God, kept and submerged by the lies of the enemy, be unveiled in the name of Jesus. I remove the veil of the enemy over the lives of the people of God this morning in the name of Jesus. Everything that I've tried to suppress and depress you, I cause them from the very root and uproot them from the lies in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord Almighty, that, Lord, your word, O oh God, that you have spoken over our lives this morning, will not return to you empty-handed, but you cause them to accomplish your purpose, that your name may be glorified. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are here this morning, 
And you have not made Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. In other words, the reality of the love of the Father is not being your person is not your personal experience yet. I want to give you an opportunity this morning. As you saw, we are not righteous because we are good. We are not righteous because we come to church. We are righteous because of the life that Jesus gave unto us. I want to give you an opportunity to acknowledge that life this afternoon or this morning. If you are here this morning or this afternoon, you want to acknowledge Jesus, I want you to signify by raising up your hand and we we'll pray together in the name of Jesus. Say, I want you to become my Lord and my personal Savior. I want to receive that grace. I want him to become my owner. I want him to own me. I want to receive him this morning in the name of Jesus. Anyone here this morning? Before we finish the service, anyone here this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, thank you. And I pray that, Lord, there's no one under the sound of my voice here. Yeah? No one will die before meeting with you. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, okay. Praise the Lord. Yes, uh, please um, uh, just be reminded that the leaders, this Saturday we are meeting from uh, 10 to 4 for our annual um, our final meeting for the year. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And um, please remember, next week Monday, next week Monday, our carol service here, we're coming here together and... Um, celebrate with the community and uh, we still have some cards we want to still invite 50 families um, the cards will be made available in the reception if you want to invite your neighbors your friends uh, please uh, by all means um, avail yourself with them and bring your friends and family um, along um, on, on the 16th of um, of um, December praise the Lord Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Let's declare together that I'm a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own special people, called out of darkness to proclaim His praises and declare His marvelous light. I love your law and I meditate on it all day long. Your commands are always with me. And I'm wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than my teachers because I meditate on your status. I have more understanding than the elders because I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path so that I may obey your word. I have not departed from your laws because you have taught me how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth, I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, 
I ate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. I'm God's armor and weapon of war. With me, you break nations in pieces. With me, you destroy kingdoms and for signs and for wonders, sanctified, useful to the master and prepared to do good works. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down green pastures. Inside still waters. He restores my soul. He lives in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemy, you are not my head with all. My cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Have a wonderful and blessed week ahead of you. Bless you. Thank you for listening. If you have been blessed by this message, please do share and subscribe to ensure that you always get the latest episode. I'd like to hear from you. If you have any comments or prayer requests or counseling need, we are here to help you. If you are calling outside the United Kingdom, it's double four double seven six nine double one nine four four nine. Alternatively, email revbumi at gmail.com. And that is R-E-V-B-U-N-M-I at gmail.com. Or connect via social media, Facebook, revb.omidron.com or Twitter at PSTBUO hashtag podcast. That is at PSTBUO hashtag podcast. I look forward to hearing from you, sharing with you, same time. God bless you.